This is Rob Centeno here, co-founder to TGT, the guys tech, alongside the other co-founders. Go ahead, guys. This is Luis Rodriguez here of Cats. So, <laughs> um, I am Nate, the blue and lighter blue person. Oh yeah, his name is Pixel from now on. Every episode, we're gonna call him Pixel. That's his name. Okay. My other name is Pie Cake and Effio. So Pixel Cake. Oh. Actually, that's a good one. Actually, I so, I heard we're ranting in this video. So, um, Rob, uh, yeah. Um, open the floodgates, please. So, <laughs> we're gonna be this. This video is targeted mainly for for business making better choices when it comes to business. And being that we've worked retail for a good portion of our careers, um, and most recently for a micro center, uh, which is which actually the store itself is a great computer store for geeks like us. But when it comes to business, um, there's a lot of decisions, a lot of the ways the company makes the choices, which is really, it's really what we're going to be focusing on. So um, why don't we start out with uh, Nate? Let's start with you and listen to Tell us your experience about working with Micro Center while you were in the building. Got him. Well, when it started, I was like, yay, a job working with computer parts and people who know computers and shit. And, and then it went downhill. Um, I realized that they don't give a damn about their employees. They will try and cut corners everywhere they can. Um, they've had, what, two purges already? Of just getting rid of people because they don't like them because they make much money. I don't know. Well, it's the key word for for you, I would say, is favoritism, right? Yeah. yeah you know, some, some the shit some people got away with in there. Like there are people who were. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like there's specific people. I'm not gonna say who, but anybody who knows that place will know. There are people who buy things from the store at reduced prices with employee discount or clearance with an employee discount, which they after a while and then resell it on ebay or wherever else they want to or put it together and sell it make a computer and sell it on Francis, which was against the rules but management didn't give a damn no really against the rules but you you leave a freaking stylus on the table somewhere right and you're not making them those, those big bucks and not bringing those uh, resellers and they just don't like you well that, there's a write-up <laughs> Yep. People yeah. who would show up to work high as all hell or drunk or both, free pass. You get there five minutes late, light up. It, it was ridiculous and it was so obvious and they tried to pretend it didn't exist, but it did. Nice job, Lewis. Nice job. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> My headphones were dying. <laughs> that wireless life um and when they wanted to make an example of somebody which they obviously used me for because the reason they they somewhat let me go because it was some sort of investigation into what i, I had returned something past its return date uh which totally everybody bullshit did. everybody did that um for illegitimate reasons because they would do they would try to just swap it out for something else my key, I had bought a keyboard, uh, bought a two-year replacement plan for it. 
came back, I think it was a month or two after it had ended because my keyboard was acting up. Keys weren't working when I pressed other keys. It, it, it was just not working. So I went to get another one. They didn't have what I wanted, so I was just going to get a gift card, buy a cheap keyboard. Okay, they let me do it. A month or two later, a, uh, from home office shows up, loss prevention guy, right? And they're doing an investigation on returns, employee returns. Now, I've seen them do returns for customers a year later with no replacement plan whatsoever. And this is like, oh, look, I bought a $150 computer. It doesn't have a lot of the return. Yeah, it's fine. I do it for a $70 keyboard and they try and can me. And now, do you feel like they did that to you specifically because they didn't like you? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I was making them money. Uh, but there was a certain manager who did not like me. Mostly because I called him out on... And yeah, I mean, uh, real quick, just for the record, you you were number what in the build your own for the entire company? Weren't I think like you around like, number six. Yeah. yeah. Really good. So, yeah. So it's not like Nate is just a, a lazy piece of crap. <laughs> well, I am sometimes, but that's besides the point. <laughs> well, no, at work, you did well. And yeah. out of 2,500 employees, to be number six... For the build your own department is very very commendable it's it's great so good so, job they told me okay well they did the investigation they they were really hard over this keyboard I'm like it's a keyboard like what i'll pay you guys for the keyboard if you want <laughs> when you lost nothing i'll pay you for the keyboard and yeah and like no well, whatever so they're like okay three days we'll let you know in three days right three days later nothing a week later nothing so when they had um, Charmaine there, I told her I was resigning because this is ridiculous. They told me three days, a week later, they had done anything completely unprofessional. Right. Obviously, they were trying to get me to quit rather than fire me. Which, which is which is what they did with a lot of people. Sorry to yeah, cut right. in, but... Right. Go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. It, they would extend that thing. like They would make it so that you would just quit because it, it's easier for them. If you just quit because they don't have to worry about paying anything out or doing anything, right? They'll all be on you. And I, I was just tired. It was like, no, nah, I'm done. I I can see you guys give zero fucks about your employees. You're firing people left and right, getting rid of them, and then you're using new people from the sales floor who have no idea how to organize things, organizing things, and lose things. Then you blame us for it. You don't blame the person who put those kids because that's what they are, kids, to do work they weren't trained for. No, you blame the people who were trying to do their jobs and sell stuff because that's what we were. We are salespersons. No, they just tack on. Oh, you, no, you don't only sell. You clean, you organize, you stock, you do loss prevention. You do six different jobs. We pay you for half of one, and you better like it. <laughs> now, that was my issue with that job, too. Um, I'm going to let you finish, but I, I, that's oh, really a big part of my – well – my experience at micro center i was so excited to work there like i love technology like i love building computers i've been doing it for years and when i had the opportunity to work there i was so happy like it was like a dream come true but the thing is is once you start to know people and once you start to understand how the company works it becomes a nightmare because they expect you to do so much more than what your job title says like my job title is knowledge advisor. I help customers. I help them build their computers. 
I advise them on what parts they need, what they're going to need for specific situations, what they should get. And that's for the most part. it. And I understand, I perfectly understand keeping my area clean and making sure all the items are in the right place on the shelf. Yeah, that's fine. But when it comes to like dust this down, clean under here, like break your neck to fucking clean this or do this, it really becomes an issue. And with all of that, like it didn't really bother me to the extent of it, sh- it should have at the time. I didn't really care because I loved the job. Then you have the next issue of management and management was just a shit show. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. Like we had people that would come in two hours late. But just because they worked in in a different section of the store, they had privileges and no one gave a shit. But when it came to me, oh, it was a big deal. Why are you late? And I would only be late for like 15 minutes, 10 minutes, like just because I was waiting for the bus. Keep in mind, these people that work in other areas have cars and yet they're like two hours late. That is that's the whole that's just ridiculous. Then they have cycle counts. We all know what cycle counts are. We've all done them. It's not my fucking job to check if your inventory is correct or not you're supposed to hire someone to do that you make me come in like an hour earlier to count the shit that you should have fucking counted it's your job why are you making me do it and when they hire people to do their counts they hire the bottom of the barrel they let's just put it out there they hire ex-convicts yeah and they wonder why the counts are wrong they they wonder why shit is missing they had they would have the employees stay there from like four in the afternoon until three o'clock in the morning, supervising these people and making sure their accounts were right and double checking all their accounts. So recently they stopped doing it. Now they did um salaried people because they just didn't feel like paying <laughs> the overtime for the people who were staying there. But that shows it. It's like it's just <clears throat> it's a ridiculous thing. I mean. I really love Micro Center. I don't want to shit on it because it's a great store. And I think if you need computer parts or anything with technology, you should go there. It's way better than Best Buy. But the inner workings are just. Yeah, the people, the higher ups that work there are terrible people. And they don't really give a crap about their employees or their customers. Yeah, they give you a thank you for coming to Micro Center, but they're. They get paid to do that. Like, they're forced to do that. Actually, it's not... we would get written up if we didn't do it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it, it really is. And when you don't go with the status quo in that store, you become an enemy. When you don't follow what they tell you to do or to hush up about certain things and you, you speak your mind and you what you feel is bad, they look at you as an enemy. They treat you like shit. They give you the worst hours. They don't let you change your hours. They they don't even listen to any ideas you have. They just don't give a shit about you. And that's that is my biggest issue. No one gave a shit about my thoughts. Like I would tell a certain supervisor, like, listen, we have to move this over here because people can't see it. Or this is broken. We should change it. Can we get cameras in a specific area of the store because people go here to steal stuff and they didn't give a shit until it was too late like they just didn't care and it's a real problem and then when they actually do something and they take your advice they take the credit for the advice i mean i wouldn't have even cared if they took the advice if they took the credit if they had done it when i was there like they waited until someone just robbed the shit out of them to put a security system in the back of the fucking store. Come on. Like, why does it take people robbing you for you to realize 
that you should have listened to your fucking employees. The ones who are on the floor every day and they know where people walk and where yeah, people don't it's, walk. Like, the reason I can, I'm pretty sure and I'm pretty confident the reason why I'm not there is because every time I worked, I was really happy, I was jumpy, I was hyper. Because you know how I was happy to be there. I was genuinely happy to be there. And yeah, you can say, oh, you're too loud. Calm down. Yeah, I understand. I'm sorry. You know, I'll try to relax. But I loved working there. And like, there was a specific time <clears throat> where we were changing all the signs in the store, all the prices, which is in our job, but they made us do it anyways. And I was so happy. I'm running around the store. I had finished all my signs and I was just waiting to leave because I can't leave until everyone else is done. So <clears throat> I'm I'm like putting music on because we listen to music while we're doing it. And a supervisor comes up to me. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm done. Um, do you need me to do something else? He's like, oh, you you have a bad work ethic. I'm like, why? Because I'm done before you. Like, why? Why are you pissed off? Like, just give me more work and I'll do it. I, I'm not even. Why are you angry? He's like, oh, because why are you like so excited? Why are you putting music on or this or that? And I'm just like, really? Like. You just ruined my entire mood. You made me see this. They complained to you because you had music playing and that no. you were. They complained to me because I was enjoying what I was doing and I was really hyperactive about doing it. So, yeah, the whole music thing. The two and a half years I was there, we always put music after hours. Now they would complain if we put music on, if we put EDM or or rock or something in the back. They complain, right? Up yes. in the front, they put rap, curse words. All this shit. Oh, that's fine. They're fine. That up there is fine. They can do whatever the hell they want. But in the back, we were punished for anything we wanted to do that the front did, and we like, no, you can't do that. That's the thing. It's it's favoritism. They don't give a shit about people that work. If if you guys don't know, BYO is the build your own section. It's like in the back of the store. So the managers don't really give a shit because they don't see you most of the time. So no, they, they only just, give a shit when they want to yell at you. Exactly. Like they don't really go back there. So they don't know what goes on back there, but they think they do. And then they got cameras, they watch us. They stalk us all day. Th that's another thing. All right. In our section, we have cameras, but the cameras are on the workers behind the counter and not on the actual shelves. They <laughs> they just put cameras in the shelves. Because someone took a bag, filled it up with a bunch of hard drives or whatever, and just stole a th like thousands of dollars worth of shit. So then they're like, oh, we need cameras back there. Why the fuck are you watching the workers? Like, we're not stealing anything. It's our fucking job. Like, when what? they complain, no, I love when they complain like, oh, you can't be behind the counter. And we're helping customers, by the way, behind the counter. I understand it's like it was just a group meeting there and nobody was doing anything, blah, blah, blah. That happens sometimes. But... When we're working or looking something up on the computer and they call us on the walk, hey, uh, why are you behind the counter? I'm working. I'm looking something up. I'm doing something for a customer. And then they complain that we're behind the counter. And then when somebody steals something from in that area, they're like, why weren't you there? So which is it? You want us in the area or not in the area? Hire a guy to just stand there all day. How about that? There you go. Problem solved. This is a company that doesn't even want to spend any money on a fucking security guard. But I'll let Rob talk about that. It's your turn. <laughs> let, let's let the big the big guy, the big guns talk about his issues. Let's go. The big guns. Yes, you are you are the the 
most professional out of all of us. I think your opinion is what counts more. Uh, I don't know about that, but um, I think my biggest problem is any company that uh, thinks, like I said in the last podcast, any company that feels like, well, how can we save money today versus how can we continue to be a, uh, a successful business? And that kind of trickles down into what you guys were talking about. And what I mentioned the last time was that if you don't give employees a reason, uh, like uh, if you don't have, if they, if they don't see a future there, there, no one is gonna take their job seriously. And that's number one. Number two, I, oh, sorry. I don't think that every micro center store has crappy leadership. Well, yeah, of course not, no. Yeah. I'm not you were saying this store definitely um, has a has a huge problem and it shows with how how horrible the, the shrink is the turnover rate is completely ridiculous and when you see people quitting or or being fired at a very high rate even in retail you know stuff like that really should set off red flags and I've been told, well, Robert, this is retail, and that's just how retail is. And that's bullshit. Because when it comes to like trends and business decisions, we, like the owners, the, the managers, the, the, the ones that run the company are the ones that create these trends. They control what, uh, you know, we tell the customers what they need, why they need it, why it's important, why they have to buy it. And we, you know, the company is the one that gives, is supposed to give employees a vision, you know, hype, you know, when you first start working there and how excited you guys were the first time, it's the company's job to maintain that momentum. Um, and it was done really, really poorly at uh, <laughs> Micro Center Yonkers. And from the way that employees were treated, even company wide, like, I don't agree with the commission system. I don't, it's, it's really terrible because even if you are a really good salesperson, um, like we had one guy in systems, for example, who <laughs> always did really, really well. But when it was slow, you have a guy who's married with three children and it bills to pay like everybody else who works 80 hours a week making $600 or $700, which is completely insane. And um, I remember the human resource director was telling me, well, you know, retail is not designed to give these types of people a future like that. You, you know, it's, it's really aimed toward younger people who are going to college and which really makes absolutely no sense to me because, you know, you have to have a balance. It's, you have to have some young people and, it's nice to have uh, college students who are just working to have some play money, to have some fun and do whatever, but you shouldn't really base your entire company on hiring people who, well, at least this store, you have a, a bunch of employees who, not that there's anything wrong with them, great people, but people who have no sense of urgency, people whose families are helping them to get through school, if they get fired, it really doesn't matter. Um, because their families aren't going to let them drown. So you have a lot of plus, plus we had, sorry to say, we had some wastes of workers 
people getting promoted, people in positions who had no business being in the positions that they were in because of favoritism. Um, it was completely ridiculous. And uh, before you know it, like I said on the last podcast, you because people are trying to quit and don't really care, um, next thing you know, you're stuck with a store full of people who don't really understand the micro center uh, computer system. They don't understand how to really find the products, where the products are. Then they have to train the, the more new people. And you're stuck with a bunch of employees who just really don't understand and are not really familiar with products, where they are. I mean, we had micro centers sell so many things that we've had people that have been working there for years that were telling customers, no, we don't have that. But we actually had, we, we actually had that. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to mention him by name because just because it's hilarious and it's nothing really bad, but uh, Frank, <clears throat> it, <laughs> it was hilarious because we had a customer come in and uh, he had a, I, I believe it was a SCSI cable. And uh, he looked at, he looked at Frank and he said, do you guys have this? <laughs> and Frank was like, hell no. <laughs> we probably had one in stock of it we did we we had only like one or two left in, hiding in other words means it doesn't exist because when it comes down to the one in stock or two in stock items they don't yeah. exist because yeah. the, amount, the amount of time you it would take you like four hours to just find that one cable because it ended up like an hour yeah. two yeah yeah and you know go, going back to the whole um cutting corners and trying to save money uh you know the commission structure has its benefits but there's no consistency you know and it makes it really difficult for people who need to have bills and who don't have their family helping them to make a living and a lot of the a lot of people in that position had to work two jobs you know there was really um a lot of these guys the only the only reason why they were working at micro center is because they couldn't get hired or they told me they couldn't find a job anywhere else. They was like they felt like trapped, like there was nowhere out for them. Um, and it's it's really hard. And again, they're adopting the, the as I said before, this same culture from Circuit City, Comp USA, Computer City, and all the other companies that completely went out of business or about they to go out of business. Yeah, or are or hurting, like really, really hurting. Even Best Buy, you know, we talked about it earlier. Like Best Buy, um, you know, they, I feel they need to do a better job at hiring better quality workers, but they pay their employees pretty decent, especially at the Geek Squad. You can actually earn, a, you can have a really decent living working for the Geek Squad, um, and they don't put you in charge of 10,000 things when you work at the Geek Squad, yeah, unlike Micro Centers. Yeah, like at the Knowledge Bar, which oh, is... Well, so fast for those guys at the Knowledge Bar. Holy I know, it's, it's really, really ridiculous. It's out of control. And for those who don't know, the, the Knowledge Bar is Micro Centers equivalent to Best Buy's Geek Squad. Now, the Knowledge Bar, these guys are insanely intelligent, talented. These are people who really have a ridiculous amount of experience that put even like IBM engineers and all, well, you know, all these seasoned vets, a lot of the guys at the knowledge bar put them to shame. And the amount of money that they get paid for the responsibility of the networking for the entire store, 
managing a department without a supervisor previously, um, giving you know that 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 poor lady <laughs> uh, the practically forcing responsibility of being a manager without wanting to pay her a manager's salary or having the inventory control coordinator having to be in charge of what goes on in a completely different department without compensating him for the hard work that he's doing. And, um, you know, this particular manager was, you know, was just really, really good. Just never called out sick, would work from opening to closing uh, constantly uh, never complained, did what he was told, and just, it, it, and what happens is you continue to do that and the company just continues to dump more responsibility. And this is what they were doing on a lot of the managers because no one would complain. So the company would continue to give them more responsibility. Uh, pay raises were absolutely pathetic. It was, it was just really terrible. Um, shrink was horrible. And one thing that pissed me off was is that they would always say that it was because employees aren't taking, uh, you know, aren't doing their job or just screwing around or messing around. But when you have a culture of, and you're creating a culture and making it really easy for your employees not to give a crap, that's just what's going to happen. You're going to be stuck with people who don't are not going to help customers. They're not going to give a crap about helping customers or because they're not focused on everything. They're not real. They're going to miss so many things. Like when you work at a job and you're really, you know, you're miserable, your mind isn't functioning the same. You're going to miss things. You're not really going to pick up on somebody who's hiding or doing something that they're supposed to be doing because you're just waiting until it's five o'clock or waiting until the time it's time for the store to close. So, um, you know, I brought up a point earlier about, um, you know, companies who really go out of their way to give their employees a really good future, like companies like Google, uh, companies like, um, you know, Microsoft. And I'm not saying that Micro Center has to pay their employees like ridiculous amounts of money, but the company needs to pay their employees enough that money is not an issue at all. People shouldn't be having to work two jobs. People shouldn't have have to be asking other people, hey, can I borrow money or can I, you know, can, uh, I won't be able to pay my car or I'm going to have to pay my mortgage late. That's a terrible way to, to run your company, to have employees that are just not able to actually make ends meet unless they have two jobs or like three jobs. It's absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, and another, um, sorry if I'm going to cut you off, but oh, no. yeah. another one of the big issues in that story is Okay, it's commission-based. We all know that. We've, we've been talking about it for a while now. But when it comes to people doing the, the inventory, when truck comes and people have to put stuff away, we're spending all our time doing that when we should have been making commission helping customers. Exactly. How, yeah. how are you supposed to make money like that? I don't right. understand. Right. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're pulling salespeople's. Their job is to prevent shrink and help customers and prevent shrink by making sure that you're always available and alert to make sure that you have your eye on the customers. Now, if you take those same salespeople and you pull them away from that and you throw them into the aisles and now you expect them to put all the, the truck and the inventory away, what are you doing? You're making it easier for thieves to run away with stuff. You're going to miss customers. Customers are going to get frustrated and feel like no one is available to help them. It's a known fact that if a customer looks at an employee 
and you, if the employee looks busy, the customer does not go up to the employee the majority of the time and say, excuse me, can you help me? The customer feels intimidated. They feel like, oh, well, he's busy and I'm not going to go talk to him. So you're losing money. You're, you're screwing up <laughs> that chance to build that relationship with people when everyone is in the aisles doing something. The other thing too that made that it made no sense to me was is that thieves they're not stupid they're going to study when we get truck they're going to study when we're going to be putting stuff away and they're going to realize that we're not you know departments aren't going to be properly staffed and that we're distracted and we're doing other things so going back to what you were saying lewis about like best buy for example having a merchandising team um, the store in Yonkers, for example, when I was there, they had lost in one year over $80,000 in shrink. $80,000 in shrink. So if you hire just a couple of people just to come part-time, when the truck shows up, just to put the stuff, organize the products, put it away, do the signs and make sure that all the signs are correct when we have the when they have their sales and whatever you would be saving so much money and really helping to make sure that customers were helped deterring shrink and not losing $80,000 that was accounted for that was recorded mind you uh, because there were certain people in management that were trying to hide like when we ended up missing uh, 50 something processors in one shot and they were trying to hide it. So who knows if $82,000 or $83,000 was actually an accurate uh, loss because people were messing around with inventory counts to save their ads. So certain choices that they make, like are you saving money today? Yeah, I guess you know, you're paying people $4 an hour yeah, technically, did today, did you save money? Sure. But at the end of the year, or especially if you want to remain the quote-unquote best computer store in the world, what who who is making these uh, long-term choices for, for, you know, theft deterrent, for shrink, for employees, for the company to remain in business? And uh, that's that's my uh, concern. Uh, well... You know. Yeah, you made a lot of interesting points, and one I don't know if you guys really want to like get into specifically what happened to each of us. Um, well, I already but, said what happened to me, so yeah, like I don't. I mean, I, it's, I, it's just really still Um, it's basically what it is. Is we don't have to. It it doesn't really matter. Like what matters is is what you guys were talking about earlier was that. There was, I'm not saying this is how it is in every store, but in this store, um, favoritism was running rampant. And um, even if you did your job and you did well, if they didn't like you as a person, that was pretty much the end of you. And it was really, really terrible. I mean, the, what happened to, to you guys was completely, insanely ridiculous. And um, it's not only us, though. That, like... 90% of the people that worked at Micro Center at the time that me and Nate and even you worked there aren't even yes. there anymore. Yes, exactly. It's and so these are, I see like two people I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And these were heavy hitters. These were good 
salespeople. Um, even even we had there's one guy. Uh, well, there's a couple of guys in systems that do fairly well, but the number one systems guy who has been there, uh, who was a manager at Circuit City previously, um, is dying to get the hell out. And um, it's just really, you know, like, again, when I said that you see so many people either quitting or getting fired, um, this is something that a company needs to look at and stop making excuses and stop trying to say things like, well, this is just retail and retail has a high turnover rate. That's bullshit. That's just a ridiculous excuse. You want to stay in business, so change the trend. Stop being like all the other companies that completely fucked up and went out of business. You know, change how you operate, change how you treat your employees, and do something before the company is just a memory. Mm-hmm. So, a note on that whole, you know, turnover rate because retail. In a general sales area, I understand that. You just have college kids coming in to sell the, the knickknacks and whatnot, the wires and stuff that are in the general sales area. You know, batteries, cables, whatever. They're, they're there for their summer job. But when right. you have people dedicated department selling computers. You have people that wanted a career, like a, yeah, liter- a career there. Sound systems, um, computer parts. Those are the people you shouldn't be seeing a high turnover rate because those are the people who require skill to work there and require the people skills and everything to be able to tell customers what they need and have them actually get what they need. But when you start getting rid of those people and you start hiring just, oh, the, the random college kid who, I don't know, kind of knows how to put a computer together. But when you ask them specifically, oh, I, I don't know, or just put right. something out their ass. Yeah. Without even looking at like, well, I was there. I, I'd admit, I don't know something. I'd have to look it up. Right. And I would have customers coming back all the time. And even after I left, coming back because they knew I would tell them how it was. I wouldn't tell them, oh, yeah, just buy that. Because, you know, it was $300 and I would get the other $3 in commission from it. But they would come back because I tell them, no, you don't need that thing because that's not going to work for you. Even though I yeah. could make money from you from that, I'm not going to because I know that you're just going to come back angry at me. Yeah. Yeah. But they, no, just you hire, gotta... they just hire the random people who don't know shit, and then they hide from the customer when he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, like, it's not to shit on the workers because, like, a lot of the guys and uh, girls there are really good, and they do work really, really hard. But um, like when you're hiring GSA or when you're hiring new systems associates, I'm not saying this is how it is right now, but I felt when I was there that they weren't really focusing on hiring people that had the same knowledge that you guys had. It was more like we have these positions available and we need to fill them right now kind of a thing. Um, And again, it's, you know, they, they, pride themselves as an upscale computer store. So it doesn't matter how pretty your store looks. Again, if a customer walks into the store. Considering the cracks in the ground and you pack the whole thing would shake every time somebody walked in this parking lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's another thing, man. I hope that thing doesn't come crumbling down like the picture. <laughs> but, but um, you know, it's just that if you're going to call yourself an upscale best computer store, you really have to hold that promise, you know, because that's a bold statement. And and considering what I saw at the Yonkers store, 
um, it's really, really not good. Um, and you have all the district people and the people above district level who are making uh, a really great amount of money. And it, again, there's no sense of urgency for them because they're getting their salary and it really doesn't matter. But when you have a bunch of employees, you know, you really have to sit there and think about um, how to, you can't have a successful company if you, if the people helping you are unhappy or don't give a crap. <laughs> and um, I read an article not long ago that was talking about how retail uh, is going to die eventually because of how customers aren't getting the help that they want. And I don't agree with that at all. Like I, I feel that people will always need and want a physical place to go to to play with the toys and have a professional that they can count on. So there's always going to be a need for retail, but you know, I just, uh, I really hope that micro center ends up changing. Uh, you know, if they see this video or if they, if they start hurting and realizing that they're losing a lot of money or that they are no longer number one, because who are they really competing against? Best buy their, their days are numbered. You know, Best Buy is hurting. So is Micro Center successful because they are the best or are they successful because the competition just sucks? You know, like that's another thing. And uh, I, oh, and Lewis, tell me about Amazon. I mean, you were telling me that Amazon is going to open a physical place, right? Well, yeah, uh, they're, they're calling it like a showcase store where they just want people to go in, look at the stuff they want to buy, and then just order it from the store. Like it, that's yeah. And and that's really crazy because this is again, this is the reason why a lot of customers go to the store. They go to check the stuff out, and then they just buy it from Amazon or wherever they find it online. So now, if Amazon's going to actually open a physical location just to have people play around with stuff, that's going to hurt even more. So Micro Center hopefully is aware of these of this uh, of what's happening, and you have to take uh, Rob in your company. Um, you cut off there for a second. Can you repeat that? Uh, what I was saying is is that if Amazon is going to be opening a physical location for people to be testing products, it's and obviously they're not going to be the only people or the only company that's going to be doing something similar. Um, we even talked about the possibility of the future um, opening something. And the company needs to s start taking these things into account. And, well, how are we going to remain, uh, number one, if we're going to start having other places that are going to open and start taking customers from us? And the way they're doing things right now is not going to keep Micro Center uh, in the race permanently, you know? So... That's just how I feel about it. I mean, if everyone's okay, like, before we finish, I just want to say, like, Micro Center had an opportunity to be, like, the next big thing. Like, with, yeah. with the rise of PC gaming and the do-it-yourself people that just want to fix their own computer and, and buy parts to upgrade their computer, they had a great thing going for them. Like, they could have been the best place to go. There are so many people right. that are playing PC games right now. And... The way the way they're going, they're making it seem like they really don't give a shit. Like they don't care at all. And 
I just wish that they would just realize what they have right now. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to tell because there was a lot of stuff going on at the Yonkers store that I would like to think does not go on in every other store, but it was out of control. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, and it's very discouraging. It, it really is discouraging. And it, you know, it's not like no one said anything. I mean, there were tons of complaints corporate came into the store to check things out and literally like nothing got done. Um, yeah. I mean, they came to the store to try to figure out what was going on and everything pretty much remained the same. So that doesn't bode very well for, for a solid future, you know? Yeah. I mean, any last words guys, uh, before we close out the podcast? Um, no, I think I'm good. I mean, you know, I mean, micro center is, uh, seriously that they don't advertise. So, um, I would like to say that if you do need to buy computer parts, um, for anything, whether, you know, for your business, or if you want to resell things, or you want to build something for a customer, the store itself is a great place to go. Absolutely. Um, the prices are great. The quality of the, the and the assortment, the variety of stuff that you could find there is absolutely incredible. It's great. It's like Newegg. It's like a physical uh, Newegg location. Exactly, man. It's a great yeah. store. Like that's toy store for geeks. It's awesome. Uh, Nate, you had anything you wanted to say? Pass. Pass? That was a pass. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. This is our. This has, this has been our rant about Micro Center. Um, I'm pretty sure there's still things we want to say or we're going to think about later on. So may- maybe one day we'll make a part two to this. But for right now, that's that's it from us. Yeah, I just I honestly before we sign out, I honestly hope that, um, you know, it's no ill will toward anything. And I hope that the company does eventually start making some positive changes for the employees um, and not just focus on how to cut corners and save a quick buck you know or or stick to the well this is how retail is kind of thing you know um it's always sad when companies end up having to close the doors and so many people lose their jobs and then families are left in a really horrible horrible position um there's a lot of employees that uh make enough money that they support their whole family and I don't feel from what I've seen that Micro Center really focuses on protecting their sales team. Um, management makes a, I guess they make a decent um, amount of money if you're smart with your finances. Uh, general managers get paid very well and obviously corporate leaders get paid very well. Definitely. But <laughs> um, you really can't just, you have to think about the, 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 the computer sales team, the GSA general sales team and the build your own team, because these are, these are the people. That's another thing I want to say. Uh, sorry to hold it for a few more minutes, but yeah, go ahead. One thing that's really, really important well, is, is that. Sorry to cut one, you off, but I can't see like the rest of your head. Can you look like. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But <laughs> um, the thing about who we were, who, what we represented in the stores is that. When the customers came to the store, they didn't talk to managers. They didn't talk to the district. They didn't talk to the higher ups. It was people like you guys that were responsible for having the customers come in 
and remain a loyal customer. It's, it's the employees, it's the sales team that is ultimately responsible for keeping the company in existence. It's not anybody else but people like the cashiers, the, the, the system sales associates, the build your own associates. Those are the people that keep Micro Center in business. And uh, if the company focuses on create, uh, you know, on on giving employees a much better experience, that's what's going to keep the company going. So, all right, I'm done. <laughs> all right, you heard it here. You heard it here first, guys. Micro Center, you're fucking up. <laughs> that's all we gotta say. Come on. <laughs> See you later, guys.